Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang. Hello, I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? I'm very good. How was Ibiza? Your tan is looking intense. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Yeah, Ibiza was amazing. Thank you. Really nice. Um, just uh, just a weekend over there, but yeah, really nice. I call like closing weekend over there. But um, weather was still really nice. I mean, consider. I think I just keep forgetting that it's the middle of October. <laughs> yeah, doesn't feel like it too much, especially when you're in Spain, I guess, in the Mediterranean. Did yeah. you uh, did you attend lots of parties? Yes, yeah, so we did a lot of the cl- the closing stuff, um, which is really nice because I guess because it's all beef and be in Spain come winter. I mean, it's always nicer than here the weather, isn't it? But it's not like the Canaries that stay open all over Christmas and New Year. I think a lot of Spain and Ibiza kind of closes down. So that weekend, you could already see a lot of bars closing and restaurants closing. I guess they kind of do like their maintenance or it's probably just economically like a better thing to do over yeah. the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, can't say that word very well. Economically. <laughs> economically. That's <laughs> But yeah, really nice. Thank you. How was your oh, week? Good. Yeah, really good. I had my um, my mum and sister come to visit. My mum, I've, I've lived in London since 2008, and it was the first time my mum stayed overnight. Um, so we had a really nice time, went out for some nice food and uh, walked around. She wanted to go to Fortnum and Mason's and see all the like Christmas displays. She's like, she's she's a crafter. So she's basically been doing Christmas stuff since like August, since oh. when the heat wave was on. Oh, love that. Um, yeah, so um, so she was so she was enjoying all of that. It was um, it was really nice. It, she was yeah, she was on good form. We watched a bit of Strictly. We had a Chinese, you know, all of the all of the good stuff. Perfect um, end. Uh, yeah, it was it was really it was really really nice. Quite quite wholesome. A lot um, of the shops uptown are they very Christmassy now? I guess a lot of the big department stores will have their Christmas shops open now. Definitely a lot of the bigger ones. I think the the smaller ones are still sort of Halloween because we haven't even got to that yet, have we? Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, Fallen Masons definitely did. Um, and so my, we went to um, where else did we go? Oh, actually, we went to Chinatown. That was really nice. Um, yeah, so it was just it was just it was it was really good. And um, <clears throat> on the Sunday, though, my sister was like, "I really want to go to Westfield." And I was like, ooh, Westfield on a Sunday at peak time. So I ended up sort of a bit like, um, you know, you see like when husbands stand outside the shops while their wives are like walking around. I was basically <laughs> a bit like that, waiting for them to call me to be like, okay, we're done now. Um, oh, pleasure. Uh, yeah, but it was it was really nice to have them here. And it was actually, I, I, I mean, I love my, my nephews, but when you have two young kids come with, it's always... It's kind of everything that they want to do, you know, it's all geared towards that. This was much more like chill pace and um, and just sort of just enjoying each other's company. It was really, really nice. And I'm, I'm pleased. When will you next see them now for Christmas? Will you um, go up there? Yeah, probably. I usually, um, well, last year, because I can work from home, I sort of spent a week and a half there, which was the longest I've spent sort of continuously for a long time. But it was actually, again, it was really nice. So. Um, so yeah, I imagine it'll be Christmas unless my mum decides now she's like coming up to London every other weekend. And at this point, I might have to be like, mum, let's calm down slightly. Um, very much used to. Bought with Masons and loves a bit of, <laughs> bit of London shopping. Can't blame yeah. her. I you can't blame her. It's the you know, best city in the world for shopping and all of that. So, um, 
so yeah no it was, it was really nice um i've got i've also though um, developed a new obsession which um oh which which might be a bit of a surprise um i'm obsessed with the sims <laughs> the computer what? game the sims gosh i remember that yeah <laughs> so i mean i was never much of a player of the sims i couldn't really get my head around it is that the one where you kind of build them a house and you kind of mm-hmm. live their lives mm-hmm. yeah and they brought so, it back or did it never go away so we're now on the sims 4 um wow. uh, and yes yesterday playstation were giving it away for free and i was like oh i'm just gonna just gonna download this and i've played it for years I was up for four hours. I stayed up till past midnight. <laughs> I didn't even realise that the time had like gone. I was just literally like, wow, shit, this is like um, a whole new kettle of fish. I mean, I'm literally already thinking, once I've finished this, I need to get home and start playing Sims. Because I just, I mean, at least it's good, wholesome fun, you know? At least, That's I mean, great. could be much worse. Um, so how far so, yeah. have you got in your four hours? Have you house yet? Not far. I've got a house, yeah, I've got a house, and I've made one one and two acquaintances. Um, I'm trying to flirt with a man called Travis. Um, I love that they've got names. Have you called him Travis or he's called Travis? <laughs> he's called Travis. He's like part of the programme. I've My one's named after me, so I've got a, a Stephen, a Stephen running around. Um, so, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm this is going to be, I, I sense a new obsession that I'm going to be um, fully on board with, which is... Travis, you're rushing for a night in with Travis, <laughs> aren't you? That's what you're doing, Steve. So My virtual self has a better life than me. How are you flirting with Travis? How does it work? There's all these new ways of doing things that I wasn't used to on like the original Sims. So, um, yeah, you can give them a compliment, you can take the mick out of them, you can tell them a joke, you can, all these things. So, um, yeah, I was basically me up until past midnight, chuffing on my vape, playing on the PlayStation <laughs> like it was like like I was 19 again or something. Um, I love it. I want weekly updates to see how you <laughs> yeah. and Travis get on. Who knows? Something so could depressing. come <laughs> um, Well, enough about me and The Sims, enough about you and Ibiza <laughs> and my family. Um, it's uh, We've got a really exciting show coming up. Um, we have, um, we've had quite a few... Uh, your uh, Towie sort of stars on in the last couple of weeks. We've got um, Elmer, who's one of the new um, ones she's coming on uh, at first. Um, then we have a friend of the show, Sean, who, uh, former Apprentice winner, 2018, Sean Gabadon, um, on to talk about um, she's she's recently um, parted ways with Lord Sugar. So um, lots to talk about her with uh, that. And then uh, from recent Drag Race UK uh, star, <laughs> star, Starlet, um, who who departed in the second week um, is coming on and uh, she's quite outspoken about her experience on the show. So um, great to find out some um, some behind the scenes goss, whatever they're allowed to say contractually. You know, there's always with, with Drag Race. You know, there's always a limit. Potentially, this could be an episode of Pure Tea. What with Alan Sugar and Rue yeah. Cole, yeah, who knows the pure the pure tea? Let's just rename it. Actually, that's quite a good name. Bobby and Steve's <laughs> Pure Tea. Um, I'm, I'm well up for that. Um, there's been some good showbiz uh, gossip actually just come out today. Well, apart from the government imploding, which I'm obviously obsessed with as a political nut, um, there's also been Meghan Markle coming out and uh, doing a big interview. Uh, what, what have you made of it, Bob? Have you seen it? It has only just come out, so you might not have read it yet. So, yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of articles about it. So this was on a podcast talking to Paris Hilton, wasn't it? So, yeah, there's that. And then she's done a follow-up 
interview with oh, Variety magazine. Yeah. Oh, now, now you've got to spill the tea. Fill yeah, me up. Yeah. What's so the, the mark or goss this week? Well, so she's talked about the Queen dying, which I think is um is quite big. Um, she said that you know she's still in mourning. She was grateful to have experiences with her and she how how lovely a person she is. She also said that relations between Harry and the family continue to be complicated, um, but he's an optimist. I mean, I don't know if he got that from the Oprah interview, but certainly that's, <laughs> that's what she thinks. Um, uh, so, yeah, there's, um, there's quite a lot to sort of chew on. I, I don't know. I always feel a bit like difficult years with Meghan when she speaks out, which she's perfectly entitled to do. Mm. The royals can't speak back, right? They can't, they can't do a sit-down chat. Uh, on Radio One, or or a chat right. with Vanity Fair magazine about all that they want to sort of um, uh, complain about and and and, uh, and say. Um, so I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of. Uh, what do you make of it? Talking up. I think exactly yeah. like you say. I think especially like looking back at the Oprah interview, when so much w- was spoken about over the course that interview and some really explosive stuff really mm. it no one on the other side of the camp could ever really really yeah. respond you know yeah. what i mean so whether, whether it was kate kate couldn't respond when it was the stuff over who made who cried oh, no, who cried the stuff. yeah the bridesmaids fittings and that yeah so it all it all becomes tricky but of course everyone just has the right to, to speak their truth. I, I think it, it just becomes a little bit complicated when only one side of the fence can talk and is mm. talking. Um, yes, yeah, so well, I hadn't seen that yet, but I'm intrigued because I've, I have seen a lot in the press that, and again, as, as we know, we don't know how much is just, just like press talk or, or what is like official, but um, that they're trying to kind of claw back a lot of Harry's book and try and maybe filter that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and same with and the, the Netflix, Netflix show. show. Yeah. Yeah. And um, again, there's people saying that that's solely because, well, the titles are at stake. They think King Charles isn't going to give the, the kids titles if either the book or the Netflix show isn't to his fancy, really. But again, mm. it's kind of one of them things, and it's not for us to say whether they should or shouldn't be doing it, but at what point... I mean, the, the Queen was 96. You would have thought that this was eventually, however soon it happened, whether it was this year or in a couple of years, this was an inevitably going to happen. Um, I mean, the, the timing probably could, couldn't be worse, though, for both the, the book coming out in time for Christmas and the Netflix show. But, um, yeah, it's a tricky one. I'd be intrigued to know where they're getting on with that, though, because knowing production companies and publishers, they're not going to want to completely take everything out. I mean, they're getting big paychecks here. Let's have it right. They're not there doing... $100 million, I think, is the rumour, or round about that. So they're Um, going to want a bit of bang for their buck. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you wouldn't... You don't just want some sort of puff piece of them talking about their charity work you know what I mean you want some yeah meat on the bones I guess um yeah well apparently the the um the Netflix show has been delayed um oh so maybe um, they are re-editing a lot of it then yeah because it was I think at one point it was due out at the end of this year but um they're worried about the backlash from the crown um because the this period of the next series of the crown is uh Charles's divorce 
they're still Diana such and her dad. Yeah. So um, so there's quite a lot of stuff to to sort of cover. Um, because there'll probably be some people that are maybe 10, 15 years younger, so I don't know, like from teens to early 20s, mid-20s, that might not know the backstory to that. Mm. I mean, I, I remember, I think I was, what year did she die? 1997. So I think I was just starting to... Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I was about, so I remember that very, very well, as well as you can as an 11-year-old. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, my mum was a huge Diana fan, so I kind of was always, you just know when your family's speaking about things. And I remember like, that, that that morning waking up and seeing the whole news stuff. Same, and everything. Yeah. And you, you just couldn't avoid that for what seemed forever. It was obviously awful, wasn't it? Mm. Um, but for people that are younger, they might not know the backstory to Charles and Camilla or, yeah, or, or, or Diana's stuff. So mm-hmm. when that comes out on the crown, I mean, I'll be honest, I've never been the biggest fan of The Crown in terms of I've never really sat down and binged it fully. Um, ironically, it would kind of be the years I, I would want to watch would be the, the kind of ones we're probably getting to now, the stuff I know about. Yeah. But I think people that don't fully understand, because there is still this thing where everyone thinks it's a documentary. Yeah, it is That's a fictionalised retelling. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. I did see uh, Harry's interview with James uh, Corden when he did like the open top bus thing, driving around LA drinking tea, bless him, um, saying that I think like he watches it and that some of it is obviously, well, like I think a lot of us know it is based on reality. Obviously, it's not fully that. Um, Yeah, I think it's more like the events that happened are definitely true, but some of the details and the things that they say are not, you know, um, I remember the scene where someone breaks into the Queen's bedroom at Buckingham Palace and no one's ever revealed what was said in that that chat um, publicly. So they made it up, you know, but then in the process of that, then people watch it and think, oh, you know, they, they might not have read the piece that said, some of this stuff is fictional, you know. So, um, so yeah, I do find it quite. It is interesting. People that are now coming to terms with obviously better after losing the queen, and now Charles becoming king, and this coming so soon after that, mm. probably not something him or Camilla, I imagine, want going out. So, yeah, so 100%. Almost, because you don't know if people are going to be sat there watching it and then almost taking on information they might never have knew anything about yeah. and then judging the, the king as it stands. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's true. I think 20-odd years ago. So, yeah, it, it's strange how the timing of, of The Crown is where it's at, the Harry's book and the Netflix thing <laughs> have all come around the time of... Yeah, it's awkward, to say the least. Um, has there been any other show news that you've uh, seen this week, Bob? What else has been going on? It's been quite a busy week, isn't it? You, speaking of James Corden, did you see all the drama around him and the um, the uh, the restaurant that said he was bound? So yeah, the restaurant owner has put out a tweet, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. He did a sort of. He said that James Corden had um, been incredibly stuff. That was it. Um, um, and said because James had made a real song and dance about the fact that. He asked for an egg white omelette and there was a tiny bit of yellow in it um, and uh, kicked off and demanded free drinks and blah, blah, blah. I've seen like this sort of rude behaviour before. I wonder if it wasn't James Corden, if 
because he he rang up the restaurant and apologised, didn't he, um, for his mm. behaviour after being called out after being called out about it. Um, you know, didn't didn't consider before. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 always a little bit unsure about him. I don't know. Something something makes me a little bit. I don't know. But I think I've read somewhere that since James called the restaurant, that the managers now kind of saying oh, he's not banned now. Like it's. <laughs> Thank you for the apology. We'll lift the ban and all is good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess no one wants that sort of bad publicity, do they? Um, no. It's, and it's quite it's, a brave thing for a restaurant manager of a lot of a very high popular celebrity known clientele restaurant in New York to call out a, a huge star. Yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. But, um, but if their behaviour is that bad, you got. I think it's fair enough to do it, isn't it? It says a lot for the manager to to stand by his staff and go. Actually, I'm not having it. I don't care who you are. I'm yeah. going to call you out for it. So yeah. Have you ever been? Have you ever been surprised by someone's like bad behaviour in a restaurant or anything? I bet you've probably come across a few in your time. I've, yeah, one or two. <laughs> one or two people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we, but we won't it, go. But no, we don't have to go into it. But is it quite difficult when you, you know, I've been out with you, you're a very polite person. Is it quite difficult when you have to actually sit there and watch it from someone else? I know even if I, even it's like watching my grandparents say something to a waiter or something, I'm like, oh God, don't. Yeah, but it's one of them situations sometimes, and it might not necessarily be in a restaurant, it could be the way someone's speaking to, to someone else, it could be in a shop or shop in, in many different situations and walks of life. Um, find it, really uncomfortable to be around because hmm. you know, it's one thing where you kind of you want the ground to swat to, to kind of swallow you up and what, especially if you've been in service God. jobs like you and I both have you know to, yeah. as a hairdresser and, and all of that it's yeah you know what it's really like yeah and, it, and it's really uncomfortable and it yeah 100 um yeah I totally know that feeling right well our uh, our first guest she's here Elma Zar from uh Tawi. let's get her in let's do it hello <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Thanks for joining us, Elma. Thank you for having me, guys. How are you guys? Really good. Yeah, really nice. good. What's been going down? What has been going down? Not a lot at the moment. Obviously, Tawi's um, stopped filming, so I'm no longer doing the films. I've been, so I'm just working, just working my, my yeah, working away. She just got home probably about 10 minutes ago. And then I was like, oh, panicking. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be late. <laughs> <laughs> And how, how did you find Tower this series? Um, I loved it. I'm going to be honest. I really enjoyed myself. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I'd like to think I'm quite a drama-free person. So fortunately for me, I didn't actually get involved in much, which was great. Um, so yeah, I just feel like I had, I had a big ball of fun with it, to be honest. But you did film it a little while ago, right? Um, um, we stopped filming in August. So not, yeah. not it wasn't like as as long ago as it feels like I guess really but is it quite weird watching yourself back and sort of you're thinking like oh god I can't remember saying that or um you know or getting involved in that conversation or whatever do you know what I think it is I think because so much happens in such a short period of time 
No, well, no, not even that. Because so, you're fi- you're filming for so long, and then it obviously gets cut down to a very short period of things. I don't even think it's like you think. Oh, what have I said? It's more like you're shocked to yourself because you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I said that. Oh yeah, I would have acted exactly the same as what's come across. You know what I mean? So I think that's mm-hmm. more of what it was for me. It's more like you forget because it was a while ago, and now you're watching it back now. You forget of all the drama, and I think as well, I don't know if Bobby might know this. I don't know if some of the um, cast members are saying this, but before it's normally filmed and it goes along as it's filmed. Whereas mm. now we filmed it all and then it aired. So I feel mm. like you don't even know what people are saying about you or about other people behind their backs. So then you're hearing it I now first time. That. I would hate that so much. Yeah, now you're hearing it first time, you're like, oh my God, the audacity. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> luckily I didn't really get, as I said, I didn't really get caught up in anything. So it didn't really, didn't really matter to me too much. So although you weren't involved in it directly, how many episodes are left of this series? Is it, is it approaching the last few now? I think, yeah, I think we're on the last three. We're probably on the last three or the last two, I reckon. After Yeah, this coming Sunday will probably be the last one of three, I want to say. And yeah. was it quite dramatic to be around as the series progressed? Um, drama- Maybe. I don't. I feel like I missed all the drama. Like, I'm watching it back now and I'm like, how did I miss that argument? And how did I miss... Do you know what I mean? I sit there and I think, what, when did that happen? Like, it's almost like they, it's like they send me away and they bring me back and then I'm just like, oh, well, I'm like, and I'm away with the fairies half the time anyway. So I feel like if it happened in front of me, I'd be like, oh, God, that wasn't meant to happen, was it? Like, do you know what I mean? There's, so I watch things and I'm like, oh, wow. But... Yeah, I feel like they, they obviously things have unraveled more, and I feel like there's a lot more in the press and stuff like that, and people obviously buy it on social media. So um, that's all fun and games to watch as well, because I think that's a drama in itself. Like if you follow it all and you watch it all, it's all one big thing in itself anyway. Never ending, that's for sure. <laughs> How different is it to your? Ex- what year were you on Love Island? Is it twenty nineteen? So that was what three years ago now. How different is it as an experience to that? Because I mean, the filming is completely different, right? The film is completely different. It's so much more intense. It's an everyday thing. Obviously, like sleeping, even going to the toilet, even it's it's very very constant. So, yeah. um, this is like I think as well. Your the way we are in Essex is like I feel like we're similar. Like everyone's cut from the same cloth. Even if you don't like someone, you're all more or less the same. We've got the same kind of morals. And if we don't, and that's why we don't get on or whatever. But we all know the same people. We all mix with the same kind of groups. We all go out to the same kind of places. It's so different. Whereas when you're like thrown into somewhere like Love Island, you're all literally from all parts of the UK. You're very very different. Even your like like your, the way you speak like is so so different. So I feel like. Um, Love Island's like more adapting, whereas we've already adapted for Tawi. Like we already, we already know what it's about. If that makes sense. And do you still keep in touch with people from your series of Love Island? Are you still close? Yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got like a good group of girls. Obviously, everyone's friends on social media and stuff as well. I never ever fell out with anyone. I, I wasn't in there long enough to fall out with anyone, to be honest. So it wasn't like I could I could sit there and have a problem with anyone because what was I doing? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I I, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I don't even think I had time to change my name because I was in and out that quick. Like so, realistically, yeah, I, I'm quite lucky. My, I think my whole the whole experience for me in general, like the whole reality TV scene for me, has been really positive rather than like a negative one or anything like that. And I guess as well, like you say, that some people chase drama, don't they? Yeah. They kind of get more airtime from it or they just kind of do it for like attention and stuff like that. But 
yeah, it doesn't seem like you say like in Love Island, some people they almost go in there and within two days want to have a tear up with someone. I know, I know. You can imagine. And you're like, well, I don't know if it's like, how you get so raggy? You can't even know their surname yet. Like, how <laughs> no, it's like, understanding. I don't know if it is the pressure though. Do you know like where you know that it's, you're like in a confined environment? I guess realistically, it's an experiment, isn't it? So it's like mm. you put in a confined environment where you literally cannot escape. So I guess it's completely different. That's that's probably what it is. Whereas, whereas I guess with Tawi, it's like if you if you've had enough, you just walk off. You're like, I ain't doing this or this. I'm off. See you later. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, totally get that. Now you mentioned earlier you've got a sort of day job, haven't you? As well, not sort of yes, day, I've got job, a day job. Have a day job. I've got a day job. What I do, do, I do you do? Yeah. So in the beauty industry, I absolutely love it. I think it suits me to the T. I love talking, as you probably tell, don't stop. So it's like, it just works perfectly for me. I just sit there, just do it with my clients. And I think my clients become my friends. So then it's more like a, it doesn't even feel like a job anymore. Does that make sense? It just, it just, it just blows for me. Days go so quick. You don't even realise, like, you're, I'm in there in the morning, then all of a sudden it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, where has the day actually gone? <laughs> and have you found it quite easy juggling that around filming? I think the first couple of weeks, I w- it was quite, not stressful, stressful is the wrong word, but I think I was just, where I am, so like a million miles an hour, I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to have any any space to put anyone in. But I think by like the third week, I kind of like adjusted to it. And I think people adjusted to me as well, which is like the advantage of it, because you work your own hours. I've got a website where, where people, it's a booking system. So I would just block out when I was filming. So it worked quite well. I guess if it was like filming a bit more constant, like six days a week, like it used to be, it might have been a bit of an issue. But I think three days a week wasn't really a problem for me because it was it was smack bang in the middle of the week as well. It was like Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. So realistically, people want their lashes done for the weekend, didn't they? So I could work Fridays, Saturdays. I love the lashes done for the weekend. If I wanted their lashes done on a Monday or even a Sunday, I'd still do it. So it wasn't really a problem. Yeah, well, I remember in the early days, sitting up sometimes to gone half 11 at night waiting for a text telling me what time I was filming the next Oh, day. yeah, we've had a few of them. We've had a few yeah. of them. We sit there, I sit there, I'm like, oh, I haven't got to that. I might not be filming. Then all of a sudden, ding, it's like after, and you're like, right, brilliant, need to find an outfit that matches this. And he just, he's, he's in, we used to start going mad, didn't you? Like, I don't have that, I don't have that. Which is kind of hard if you know you've got a set of lashes booked in at nine in the morning and you're finding out at <laughs> 11 that you've got exactly to build up. Exactly that. It's completely yeah. different. <laughs> Do you think you'll keep doing both? Hopefully, you know the show and the and the lashes, and you know keep working your your main job. I mean, I, yeah, I don't see why not. I, I I would never give up the lashes. The lashes is is my bread and butter. That's like to me, I see things as like what's longevity, and I think that is that's always been something I've done it for the last five years. I'll always do it. It's what I, what what I enjoy. I I love it. I literally I couldn't love it anymore. So I feel like you know, like everyone's got like a niche. I feel like lashes is my niche. Like that is that is it was it was made for me, and I was made for it. So I feel like that is why we work perfectly together. Um. So yeah, I think as as long as as long as neither of them like interrupts each other and and whatever, I think yeah, I would always I would always do both. There's no reason not to. And as the love life, babe. Oh, it's non-existent, Bob. It's so non-existent. It makes me sick. So obviously, on the show, the whole way through, I was. I was with somebody and by the end of it I was no longer with that person they were off screen so it wasn't like it was ever brought to the show um and then yeah just nothing nothing and have you had anyone sliding in the old dms no one slides for me no one no one even like 
trash her box like it's literally it's just like no one no one cares like literally I, I, I don't know what it is Do you know, it probably doesn't help that I roll around as a bush on national television that probably doesn't really help because it's like the most like I, I went in that scene I had Amber who's all dressed up all sexy spine and there's me rolling about the whole Brentwood High Street being neighborhood watch it, it just doesn't really it just doesn't really fit so that's probably why I don't get anyone side in I mean yeah I just feel like maybe it's probably for the best right now that I'm actually on my own seeing as nobody wants me do you know what I mean it's like kind of them situations it's just 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 rolling the mind in the way that doesn't really exist that's what i'm and doing at the moment how long you with, with your ex that you was talking about oh not very long like probably five months i was seeing him first and seeing him first and it like gradually went into something so i'd say the whole yeah. thing was about five months yeah i just feel like i've got this this happens to me a lot i feel like i, I they give it all they give it all i give it all in the beginning and i'm like full swing ADHD so it's like great everything's sparks are flying it's brilliant and then it gets to like month three and I slow down and then they completely halt like that's it and then I'm bored I'm so I'm so I'm so I'm sick and tired of people just giving half an effort they give it in the just, if you're going to be half-hearted about it just do that from the beginning so then I know where I stand that's my problem so then I'm expecting you to be this great person that you was like in week one and week two and week four and you're not by week I don't know 15 I'm, and, and we're both bored and I'm just sick of it and I just can't be bothered and then yeah that's it and then it's like on to the next and it's at so least sad. you know that at least you know that about yourself you I can, know but it's who would be your who would be your dream guy my dream guy oh I don't even have one of those I used to love the pants off diags and he just keeps palming me off so it's over it's over I'm sick and tired of declaring my love to him publicly and getting absolutely nowhere I'm sick and tired of it so yeah I don't have a dream guy sod them all I, I think that is a, a perfect note to end it on yeah <laughs> uh, thank you so much for, for joining us this thank evening. you for having uh, me guys best of luck with the rest of the You're series welcome take care darling bye Love you all. Bye. 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 You too. <laughs> Getting palmed off by Diags. No one wants that, do they? <laughs> well, I think, like she said, maybe coming out of a relationship, bit of time, bit of time to. I think I'm just a big believer. When you look for something, you don't necessarily find it. That's what I tell myself anyway. Same here, babes. I'm totally, totally on board with that. I think we've, well, I think you and I are well established in that. That, 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 that that's, our, that's our mantra. <laughs> um, right, our second guest, uh, Sean Gabadon from The Apprentice, uh, is here. Let's get her in. Let's do it. Hello. 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 Hi, Sean. How are you doing? Hello, babe. I'm fine. How are you guys? Really good. What's been going down? Good. Just cracking on, really. Just you know, getting on with life. I'm um, I'm on my own now, so I'm not with Lord Sugar anymore. And I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm nearly thirty, so I'm just enjoying my my youth before I get into my thirties. <laughs> babe, what has happened with you and Sugar? <laughs> we just we we parted ways. Um, it was kind of on. I guess on my terms, I, I decided that I wanted to, to do my own thing. We'd had four years together, you know, it'd been a roller coaster of a journey. And for me, it was just about taking back my business and doing doing things my own way, I guess. Um, and yeah. Was it difficult? Yeah. Say that again. How did he take it? What did you do? Did you drop him a WhatsApp or do you email him? <laughs> no, no, no. How did you sack Lord Sugar? Because not many no. people call him in and sack him. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it was, you know, no one got sacked, but it was just a conversation and, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd already kind of said, you know, I think I, I, I think it's time for me to go my own way now and do my own thing. And um, we kind of just came to an agreement and, yeah, I'm just living my best life, I guess, now, not in a negative way towards him, but it's just nice to, you know, and, and to have a bit more fun. It's such a serious show and a serious, then obviously to go on to win it and become, you know, his, his business partner. It's so serious. I'm like, I just want to enjoy, have fun and, and I guess make up for some of the time maybe where it was so, you know, I spent four years of hardcore work and, and business. So now I'm like, I just want to have a bit of fun. Was it difficult, though, to make that decision? It can't have been an easy sort of, like, you know, flick of the switch. Yeah, it was It was difficult. I think after, you know, the amount of time together and the, where the business was and where, you know, what we wanted for it or what I wanted for it, it was more just me. And, you know, it's, it's hard because... As any business owner knows, even when you're just running things on your own, like like it's hard work and it's full on and it's constant every single day. And then having a, a partner, you know, for me at times it was more just that I'm like, I need to find myself. I feel like I lost myself a little bit. And I think every business owner could say the same thing. And especially when you've got such a high profile partner, you've been on a TV show, like all eyes are on you. You know, for me, it just got to a point where I thought, I just want to like, you know, 30 was the big the big number for me I thought I really just want to enjoy my life now and not feel like I'm you know got all my years of stress like I want to get into my 30s and be able to relax a little bit so it was definitely a, a big decision but one that I'm kind of happy I made um you know and I am thankful obviously for everything and and for the show but for me just personally you know now it's more about I think in business it's about your mental health being good too and yeah, you, know, you spend a lot of time not thinking about yourself mm. always thinking about the business and what you're going to do next and for me it was like I actually need to just think about me for once and what I want and are you quite big on gut feelings or if you have a feeling for saying or you have a vibe do you follow it yeah definitely definitely and I think I mean, that's what led me to going on to the show in the first place and applying. And, you know, I, I like to live, I like to, I like to live in the moment. And I think with a business, you know, when you're, when you're so in the limelight and it's so hardcore, you, you, do, you don't, you're constantly looking at the future and what's coming up. And for me now, I'm like, I want to actually just enjoy every moment I've got and, and you know, and, and have fun and, and get on with life and business, finding a balance, finding a work-life balance. Definitely. That's a major thing. Well, gonna... There's something to be said about turning 30. Like, <laughs> I, I remember like when I was approached, well, f from the day I turned 29, I was on a 12-month countdown. I okay, I thought you were only 21. Oh, what um. will I know? <laughs> 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 I love you. <laughs> you don't look a day over 21, Bobby. Bless you. <laughs> That's why I love you. <laughs> but for, for 12 months, I genuinely... Because I just had this thing in my head. I think there's such a pressure on... I mean, any number that ends in a zero is always a new milestone, and it? it's a new decade. But 30, I think, especially growing up, I just remember, by 30, you have to have this list of things, and life just isn't like that, is it? Um, not at all. Do you know what? For me, 25 was my age of, like, I want to have kids, and I want to have a house, and I want to... And then you get to 25, and you're like, okay we'll move it to 30 and then I think for me looking at 30s and where I'm at and what I want to do I'm like you know I do want to settle down and have kids at some point I've been with my boyfriend for bloody 
11, 12 years now. And I, I just wouldn't want to start the next stage of something like that or marriage or whatever it is and feel like stressed every day because it's just not good. It's not good for your mental health or physical health. And like this year for me has been a big one on both of those and just physical health, the same thing, you know, getting myself in a in a strong physical position, going to the gym and getting back to what I used to do, you know, before everything was just about about business. So it's been like a, yeah, I guess I feel like it's a bit, it's a bit cringy to say that it's like I found myself now this year and I'm, you know, I'm taking control of, of what I want. Yeah. It's an amazing place to be. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's something that, I mean, everybody in general, but especially business owners, like it's hard because when you're wanting to push and succeed, you have to get your head in it. But then you do realise that without your mental health and your physical health, it don't matter because it, oh, you yeah, can't yeah, do it long. No, so, like long term. It's not, it might for a short period of time, but you'll burn yourself out. And I feel like, you know, that's what happens with a lot of people. So I'm, I'm quite happy that I've been able to kind of find myself again and do my do my thing. Is fashion, you're still, the business is still going though. Are you still working yeah. and doing all of the things that you were doing before? Yeah, exactly that. I think it's now just about being as efficient as possible as a business. It's still a major part of me in my life. You know, it's, it's my brand, but it's, it's just about, yeah, I think it's just about having that. I think like I keep saying, like for a long time, it was all business and no what pleasure in some ways and now I'm like I need a bit of both because it's just not you know it's too hard to do and although having a business partner is still very lonely and it, and it was it, it always would will be in some ways because no one fully understands when it's your you know your name and your money <laughs> yeah yeah so it's you know it's been it's it's a it's a lonely journey and it's nice to I guess have the fun side too and you know just enjoy yourself a bit as well so you talk about your fellow, you've been with like 11 odd years. Yes. Is, is marriage on the cards? You said you'd like to, to get married and have children. Have, yeah. have you kind of done the whole subtle pointing out engagement ring going, oh, I like the shape of that one. This is what I like. <laughs> no, do you know what? Everybody always is like, oh, so when are you going to get married? I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm not the one asking the question. But now I think we've, it's been such a journey for us because we've been together for, forever, you know, and we, we may as well be married because we've been together for so long. But because of even just my business and, and his work as well, you know, he's an actor. So he we're always just so busy. And I think, again, for us, it was like saying, OK, we need to start making time for each other now and look at our own futures and not always it be about careers and it be actually about us. So I don't know when there'll be a wedding. I don't know if there will be, but I would like, to get around so if, if he is out there listening you know no hints dropping but yeah but, there's no rings on these things yet <laughs> I say, but by the end of this interview you'll be sat there listening to access all areas over on blue bar radio and i remember by the weekends you're having a ring well that'd be great i mean we're going away next week for my birthday perfect timing I know. Well, we I'm only kidding. I'm only me, and, kidding. me and Stephen want the exclusive here when it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell you first, don't worry. <laughs> um, obviously, so I guess for you, like your apprentice journey has kind of come to an end with the, with the um, you, you know, no longer working with Lord Sugar. What would you say to someone who's considering entering for a next the next series or with, with you having a whole perspective on it from, you know, auditioning... Oh. To yeah. winning to then you know through to the other side what, what would you make of it now and what advice would you give 
I would I would I wouldn't change anything in some ways from from a, an apprentice perspective like the the actual show is bizarre and amazing and hard and it's like a mad mixture of emotions that you can't even explain but um I would just say if somebody's thinking of applying just make sure you know your stuff and how do we explain it like like think think of, try and imagine how hard it's going to be because you don't think about it I didn't right. like I applied and I thought oh you know you watch that one hour on a Wednesday it's all a bit funny it's really hard work like you it's full on and you're tired and you're up early and it's late night so I'm like if you're applying to go on it just prepare yourself because it will be a, an absolute journey and it's going to be hard work but you wouldn't tell someone not to do it no I probably wouldn't I'd just say be like prepared for it I think and, and it's it's a really poor way to explain it because you can't prepare for it but just like be aware that it's not as fun and funny as it looks on tv because it's 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 more than just a tv show do you know what I mean you actually get an investment at the end of it so like it's it's really difficult and you live with everyone whilst then filming for the show so it's it's like big brother meets the apprentice do you know what I mean you just no one sees the big brother side so and that's the thing, I guess a lot of people that apply as are judging it on that one hour show they see every week they watch the previous year and not thinking of the living with other people, that what goes into that, that whole filming day, the behind the scenes. Because obviously when it comes to the hour show, it's TV. They're going to they're gonna wrap that up into an episode for TV, aren't they? But the reality is it's so much more than that behind the scenes. So I think that's probably the best advice you can give someone. Don't turn up thinking it's all shits and gigs. Goals. Yeah, definitely because, not. Uh, like, and and be prepared. Shit. You know, you, not everything is fully explained because there's enough time. So just make sure every every time you do chip in or you do have something to say, like just think about it because that that one clip could be just make something that you're doing look really bad when it's like, oh my god, that's not actually you know, it, it wasn't like that. But I think it's um it's a it's a crazy show, and I think you know it's. It's amazing in the craziness, so it's like, just go for it if you're interested. And I think you're lucky if you have a series where everyone kind of gets on or that there's a few people you're close to, that probably helps a bit. But if there's one or two bad eggs in a show where it's that intense, especially living with people, and within three days someone's getting on your tits, you're probably a bit like, oh, my God, these are long working days as it is, and then I've got to go home and live with this person that I hate. Exactly. Do you know what? <laughs> it, was, it was so hard because sometimes you'd be on a task and, like, there'd be someone who'd just done your head in all day, and like you say, you'd get home and think, I've now got to actually live with this... I, I've got to share a room with this person, or do you know what I mean? Like, And it was hard because you had to have, like, a relationship on screen and off screen because, yeah. you know, you have to be an adult and kind of be like, OK, let's just forget about that for today yeah it was it, that's what I mean you don't really think about all that side but it's so it's so hard to like to get through <laughs> was there awkward dinners like if you had a Domino's or something turned up and you'd also was there a lot of silence you just all sat there eating and to be honest we'd be so tired by the end of the day there'd be pretty much silence most night. I I'm an only child and I used to get to a point where I'd be like I don't even want to be around anyone I'd literally just want to be on my own tonight do you know what I mean like I just need Bob I bet you have that as well don't you that, that I'm an only child so I 150% agree with what mm -hmm. you're saying like own space love it you just want to get in your own room and close the door yeah and just literally speak to no one for like an hour that's how I'd feel some yeah. nights but then it was amazing having everyone around because I've never really had that. So it was weird. I never, you know, with uni and stuff, I never moved out. So to live with loads of people, it was like, 
what the hell this is this is weird but yeah ups and downs it was crazy do you think there might it's be any part other... of the journey it is and i think i genuinely think when you actually go on the show because it's such a crazy period of filming and stuff you you learn a lot about i learned a lot about myself like i i knew i was quite chilled out but i managed to deal with situations better than i thought i would and i think you do you learn you learn a lot about yourself and learn how you you know you because you put in such weird situations, you don't really know how you'd react. So luckily for me, I, you know, I managed to do all right. Could there be any other reality shows in your in your future? Do you think? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, I would I would actually love to do more TV because I I really enjoy it. But I don't really know. I can't I can't imagine. I do love dancing, and I do love. I mean, I'm not. I don't know if I'm any good at it, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you get a call for Strictly, would you be up for a bit of Strictly? Oh, I'd love a bit of Strictly. I mean, I don't know if Clint would, though. That's the thing, my boyfriend, because, you know, you've got the whole Strictly curse. Not that that would even no. apply, but love Strictly. I mean, I'm a celeb, love I'm a celeb, but I just don't know about eating all the... I just don't know if I'd be able to do it. I'd probably be that one that does every task, you know, because I'm really bad at it. <laughs> what about a bit of dancing on ice? You said you'd like a bit of dancing. How about on a sheet of frozen water? Give it a go. I, I mean, I don't, again, I'm not great at dancing, so I don't know about on ice if I'd be any better, but I'm quite <laughs> athletic, so I like I like sporty stuff, so I think I'd probably get to grips with it, but, oh, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to do all like that. It's just a laugh, isn't it? And I think someone who's so good at business like yourself, that you must have a certain kind of brain about you. Going into a competition like that, for instance, if it was dance and ice, you must have that kind of mindset where you put your mind to something, even if you weren't the best dancer or skater, you would just give it you all um just see it differently to someone who maybe is isn't from that background. Definitely, yeah. I think I guess for me growing up, whether it was business or just general life, like I always I'm quite competitive. So anything I'm doing, I'm like, I'll get fully stuck in and I'll learn, you know, like if I did dance on ice, I'd be watching like dancing on ice series from years ago and brush it. I, I'd be a proper geek with it because <laughs> I, I know that. how I am. Um, but yeah, I'd, I do like to get stuck in if I'm going to do something and give it my all, definitely. Oh, it's worked for you so That's, far, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, Sean, thank you so much for joining us, Stephen. Really appreciate it. And um, and best of luck with your newfound freedom. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank You're you. welcome. And have a lovely engagement next week. <laughs> I'll yeah. let you know. I'll drop you a WhatsApp. Come back on and tell us. <laughs> Take care, darling. Thanks, Sean. Bye. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'll happily go to the wedding. No, no, no issues there. Uh, well, I, I think we, we've guaranteed seats. We've basically called called the engagement on. I, I think we, we deserve a place. I'm well up for that. Um, a, a little volivant. Oh yeah, volivant and a glass of champagne. Can't be it. Um, <laughs> well, our final guest start on it uh, from Drag Race UK is here. Let's get her in. Hi. Hello, Starla. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, and you? Really good. Thank you so much for for joining us. How have you been? I'm good, thank you. I've just been um, throwing myself into work and just keeping busy. <laughs> yeah, what's what's it like coming out the other end of the of the drag race uh, machine? Because it really is a machine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Good. Um, it's just a lot to take in all at once. Um, it's a really drastic change, um, and like the influx of feedback and public response, um, but it's been wonderful. 
And how have you found the whole social media side of things? Because a lot comes with being on a reality TV show, doesn't it? Especially Drag Race. A lot of people have got a lot of opinions. <laughs> yeah, but people definitely do make their opinions known, good or bad. <laughs> um, but the social media has been wonderful. Um, I, I've been, what is the correct word? I can't think of the right word. I'm very much used to social media. That's definitely where my drag has existed for a very long time. Um, so it hasn't, social media wise, it hasn't been that of a transition for me and um, I'm very used to it um but like some of the other girls um who aren't like not that they're not social media savvy but they're more like their drag exists in actual gigs and stuff <laughs> um so they've all of them had like all of their influx in social media and so I'm sure that's been a bit new to them but how do you look back at your time on the show um, with unbridled joy, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, it's a lot of emotions to carry around, um, good and bad. Um, I definitely wish I wasn't as nervous and shy and overthinking absolutely everything. Um, you being a drag race, you almost feel like the walls have ears, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, almost, it feels like everything you do could like change your outcome at the show um but yeah I have a lot of fond memories um apart as well as bad ones uh but I've got a lot of absolute love for everybody involved and I always say it was the most stressful thing I've done in my whole life but I would do it again every day for the rest of my life that sounds insane to me because (laughs) when you do something incredibly stressful you like to put it behind you Um, yeah and obviously for for you guys, you would have filmed this quite a long time ago. And I mean, you can you can tell that because they've still got the uh, partitions between the judges, which obviously yeah. haven't been on TV for a while now. Like, were you? Did you spend the last sort of? I'm not sure exactly how long it would have been. These, you know, year, however long, being nervous about it coming out, knowing exactly what had happened, or was it? Or were you more excited? Um, it was kind of up and down um I definitely had like my days where I needed to like FaceTime Dakota and just be held by someone because uh, I'd be nervous about it but then there were some days where I'd be really excited and um I know something me and Dakota both had in common is we were both really excited to see like how we would come across on camera um we were both really worried we would look bad <laughs> uh, but thankfully that did not happen <laughs> um, definitely didn't look bad no absolutely not Oh, yeah but yeah it's, it's been it feels they they told us as well when you go back like you film it and you go back home it feels like it didn't happen like you you almost apart from like prepping all of your shoots and stuff for show, social media it almost feels like it never happened and you kind mm-hmm. of forget about it and then it's announced and it's like it hits you like a ton of bricks kind of a thing so when you look back and you watch the show are you kind of happy with how not just your, yourself being edited, but a, as a show, you kind of think it was very true to, to life. Because obviously you do a lot more filming that, that ever makes it to the screen because it gets cut down, doesn't it? So what they do show, is it a true reflection? Yeah, I do think it. Uh, about 90% of it is a true reflection. Um, we, we, we've all been saying how like things are almost intensified in the edit. 
because um we all left thinking like there's no villain we all love each other like we had no arguments but then they made like moments like when Peppa was speaking to Danny about Blobby and like when my girl group challenge when we came back to the workroom those moments did not feel as intense as they looked. Oh, what with, with, with baby saying like, yeah, you know, like yeah. that, that was over in like two seconds and there was no like concrete, harsh feelings afterwards. Like we all, we you had just need that soundtrack though, that RuPaul, you know, the xylophone <laughs> noise and then it's like completely changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was everyone watching, was you all in the, the group chat going, what the fuck, we never even thought there was drama. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. We, we all just said, like, it wasn't as intense as it came across on TV. Like, we were watching and we were like, it looks like we hate each other, kind of a thing. And that was not the case at all. But it was also <laughs> the case for you specifically, right, when you were saying, you know, I actually really enjoyed myself. Well, yeah, that was true. But your face, but your face <laughs> is completely, like, solid, you know, oh. so it's like, how could you actually tell? But, I mean, like, you know in yourself and the people that were there know, but obviously the audience are, uh, see something different. Is that yeah. kind of hard to deal with? I genuinely came skipping back into that workroom after we did the performance. I'm not even lying. Um, Dakota was sat at one of the mirrors, like getting ready or something. I think she was getting ready for the runway. And I came skipping back and I ran up to her and I gave her the biggest hug. And I was like, I'm not worried. I think I did fine. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly misplaced, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, they were working on that. <laughs> What's Rue like? I mean, I don't know how much interaction you actually get with with Rue, really, but from your from your experience, what what was it? So, like? I have I I'm a great lover and appreciate makeup a lot, and I always questioned how much of Rue was like real, of like how much. Um, was created in post or like if there was a filter all those kinds of things and I was so happy and fascinated to just see in person it's all real like that's what she looks like wow so she really is just that flawless in the flesh yeah, yeah. <laughs> goals <laughs> yeah it's like goals. having the, the best filter following you around I still I really laugh. I have a friend who went to Vegas and um, there was a Madame Tussauds of uh, Rue in one of the big hotels. And his granddad was like, get me a picture next to that woman. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And they were all like, ha! <laughs> 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 no idea. He was like, she was the most glamorous, most gorgeous woman. You're like, well, I mean, that's a good, that's a good drag queen, you know? <laughs> that's just the most famous drag queen in the world, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> And does she do all that makeup herself, or does she now? Would she have no. a team? Does she have no, she I think she's got like a team of like fifty or something. She's quite open. Yeah, no, she she wakes up in the morning, gets a coffee, sits in the chair, shows up on stage. Falls asleep. She's earned a couple of quid. She deserves to yeah, put the yeah, blade exactly. down, Roman. Get glad. <laughs> I mean, if, if I had the money to do that, I would do it in a heartbeat. So. Amen. Who wouldn't? Um, what's, what are your plans now? Are you, are you out gigging? Like, what's, what's, what's going on? Um, so I'm currently throwing myself even more into what I've already been doing, which is um, fashion, makeup, being visually creative. Um, I've just started my own YouTube channel, which I'm really Congrats. excited about. 
Um, I posted my first video the other day and the response has been so wonderful. What's that um, about makeup? Yes. So I just do, I did like um, a get ready with me in my neon runway outfit. And we're nice. going to do a video for every week of the the season <laughs> that's a good way of, of you know managing to tax of you know tax all of your uh what's it like with your accountant so you can say you know these outfits are all useful yeah. and, uh... <laughs> deductions yeah deductions that's the word <laughs> good deductions um yeah so you're that's what you're going to keep your your sort of career headed towards are you sort of youtubing influencer kind of things yeah just being um gaining experience in the world like the world of fashion i would love to break out in fashion um when I can I will I would it's always been a dream of mine to have my own makeup company um and then I won't have to go to the store I just <laughs> 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 yeah, it sounds like the dream really I can see um what about the tour is there anything like that being announced yet or anything any thoughts on that um there is a tour uh dates are not confirmed just yet or I don't know if how much of that I'm allowed to share, but um, there was All a of it. it is coming. <laughs> um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. It's very exciting. We're all we're all working on some wonderful stuff for it. So I'm very excited for my awesome. third gig. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> will, will it actually be your third gig? I don't know. That's just a joke. I've, since we've been back from filming, I've I've done I think six more. Um, so it's better than. What it was. Are you gaining in confidence <laughs> through it though? Yeah. Um it's it's really weird. So like I'll have I'll be booked for a gig and then I'll be really excited about it. And then it's the day of and it's like five minutes and then I've got to walk onto stage and then like all the nerves just come back and it's ridiculous. Okay. Um but then what I do now I like consciously in my head, I'm like make facial movements and do stuff. And then like it just comes afterwards, like kind of like fake it till you make it kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, fair. Yeah. Well, good. You've learned something very uh yeah. very good from your time on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably know this already, but uh if who are you hoping that will win and who are you hoping to see more of in the show? I'm rooting for everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> rubbish answer go on <laughs> yeah they've all produced such amazing work and um i will say the runway is in very capable hands since i've been i've departed great um well can't wait to see what you do next start up for you were great on the show i really enjoyed i really enjoyed the the straight face <laughs> performance although it was great um uh, yeah no, best of luck with it all and, and hope it goes well Thank you so Absolutely. much. Thank you for having me. It was lovely meeting You're you. Welcome. Can I say you've got the most amazing eyes, by the way? Oh, these are contacts. <laughs> uh, 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 that makes me happy because I was thinking, how can someone be that blessed and that lucky to have eyes? Oh, thank you. The, my, my eyes are green. I've just, I've just done a YouTube video. That's why I've got them on. <laughs> Love, Love it. it. <laughs> well, you, you rock it anyway, babes. You rock it. <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Starlet. Nice to see you too. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love that. You know, pure, pure heart compliment there, Bob. Nah. I sat the whole interview and I kept going, Do I, am I going to say how amazing your eyes are? You know, the more you look. And I thought, I'm just going to have to say it. But in my head, I'm thinking... I want your eyes. Like that's the, <laughs> the best colour eyes I've ever seen. So I'm really? kind of glad that you can go and buy them somewhere. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, boots, just pop down boots. Uh, boots the opticians. Uh, no, it was a great chat, and um, I was always find it fascinating with 
the drag race people what it's really like um so yeah so you can please speak to, to Salah who I think is our first yeah. series four yeah spoken to I think I'm, I think I'm right now I think, think our first yeah uh so that's great well um great show Bob what, what we got great coming show. up this week anything exciting I think a little bit of a, a chilled week. I've got a, nice. a little lunch coming up at the weekends, and and maybe possibly a dinner, but pretty much pretty much chilled. How about you, babe? In the dream. Um, well, yeah, I have a birthday on Saturday, but I'm I'm going to Canada next week. Um, That's come round quick. Yeah. So um, so I'm not 100 percent sure if I'll be on the show next week, but if not, I'm sure you'll be in capable hands. Um, yeah. So. You're Jock strap and and your uh, gimp mask for My the harness, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also a nice little woolly hat because it's gonna be cold. Um, balance, uh, you've got to balance it out. And you're... Exactly, exactly. Woolly hat and jock strap. Um, well, if I'm not here uh, next week, then um, I'll fill you in the week after. Um, but if I am, I'll speak to you then. <laughs> well, if I don't see you, have the most amazing time. Thanks. I look forward to all that. your stories when you get back. Well, I have plenty of them. Oh, I, I know you will. <laughs> and I'm here for <laughs> not it. All, not all we can air. Um, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, okay, everyone, uh, for next week. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye, guys.